There's three things mentioned in our gospel today that I'd like to base my homily on, that if we look at these three things, we'll come to a deeper understanding of the spiritual life. When we look at these three things, what they symbolize, we'll come to understand our relationship with God. And they're the water from Jacob's well, the living water that Christ offers, and then finally, the woman's jar or that woman's jug. So first, the water from Jacob's well. This water is symbolic of all the things of this world, all the finite goods. In a sense, not bad in themselves, but utterly incapable of ultimately satisfying us. Jesus tells this woman, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. The things of this life can never fully complete us, fulfill us. So the problem is that when we expect them to, we put unrealistic expectations on people or the things of this world. When we think more and more of this or greater this, better this will make me happy. We have a part of us, their soul, which is made for the infinite, or as we say, a God-sized, a God-shaped whole that only he can fulfill. And if we try to fill it with all these other things, it won't fill it and we'll be continually left empty and frustrated. So the water from Jacob's well symbolizes all the things of this world that cannot ultimately quench our thirst. The second thing is the living water. The living water is God's very own divine life, his grace, the seed of eternal life that was poured into our hearts at our baptism. As Paul said in our second reading, the love of God has been poured into our hearts. That's the living water, the water that we ultimately long for. Jesus says, whoever drinks the water I shall give will never, never thirst again. That when we have God's divine life within us, we don't attempt to find happiness in the things that cannot fulfill us. When we receive the living water of Christ, we won't be disappointed when things of this world leave us thirsty again because, again, we're not having these unrealistic expectations. This living water is what we all long for. The Catechism of the Catholic Church puts it this way, quote, The desire for God is written in the human heart because man is created by God and for God. And God never ceases to draw man to himself. Only in God will man fully find the truth and the happiness he never stops searching for. End quote. And we receive this living water from Christ who works through the sacraments. The sacraments are the pipes that attach us to God, and through the sacraments we receive God's grace into our soul. This living water is increased within us. It wells up, as Jesus says, through a life of devotion, a life of faith, daily prayer, Sunday Mass, daily Mass, monthly confession, reading the scriptures, learning the faith, praying the stations of the cross, doing acts of penance. The living water is God's very own divine life that he shares with us through grace and the sacraments. Thirdly, the woman's water jar, the woman's water jar. When Jesus and this woman finished their extraordinary conversation, John tells us that 
she leaves her water jar behind. She came to this well with a water jar to get this water, but they, she ends up leaving the water jar behind. A very important detail. This water jar represents, represents her seeking to find happiness and fulfillment in the things of this world. The church fathers would say the water jar symbolizes her seeking to find happiness in those five former husbands and the one she is currently living with. So by leaving the water jar behind, our church fathers say, she's leaving behind her old life, her sinful life behind. And she is able to do this. Why? She's able to leave that life. She's able to leave the man she's currently living with because she has found a greater love, a more perfect love, a true love, Jesus Christ himself. When we know Jesus, when we acknowledge his love for us, how he suffered and died for us, how he continues to bless us, then we want to love him and serve him even more in return. For the love of Jesus, we're willing to live unhealthy or leave unhealthy and sinful relationships. I know many people like this Samaritan woman that because they have found Jesus and they want to love and serve him, they've either ended or made right unhealthy, sinful relationships that they were in. People who have been cohabitating have stopped. People who are divorced and remarried have sought an annulment. I even know of people who have stopped living homosexual lifestyles because they have come to know Jesus' love for them. At first, people in these relationships say it feels right to them. They see the rest of the world doing it, and so they justify it. They may even say they're happy. But my friends, they cannot be truly happy. You cannot be truly happy and at peace unless we live in the light of truth according to God's will and his commandments. Any relationship that is contrary to God's will, by definition, will not bring us happiness or fulfillment or peace. Last thing, many people will say, oh, Jesus doesn't really care about what you do in the bedroom. All he cares about is feeding the poor and being nice to people. But that isn't the truth. He does care about sexual morality, and we see it here. He challenges this woman who is living with a man who is not her husband to leave him. My friends, we see in today's gospel a microcosm of the spiritual life. The water from the well symbolizes all the things of this world that will not that satisfy or quench our thirst. We must admit that this water will not satisfy us and not expect it to. But then we have the living water that only Jesus gives, his grace. And that will give us, the, that will quench our thirst and we will not thirst again. We receive this through the sacraments. We nourish it through a life of faith. When we do this, we won't grasp and be attached to the pleasures of this world. And finally, that water jar symbolizes the desire to find happiness in the things and relationships of this world. When we meet Jesus and love Jesus, we are even willing to leave those behind. When we find the pearl of great price, we are willing to sell and leave everything for it. Everyone who drinks this water, the water I shall give, will never thirst again.